Welcome into the nuts. I'm Mike Palm, my main man, Amal Shaw, taking another day off. I didn't know what to do. I called Bill Addy, COO here at Visa, and I said, get me a serviceable number two. I guess he fit the bill. Paul Howard, welcome into the show. All right. Good to be here, my friend. Double duty today. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Although I'd like to get more respect here. Couldn't get into the pool at Bill Addy's cabana. Didn't have shorts on. I said, I'm on the side of the building. <laughs> Put me in. Come on. on Put me, give me a break. Pretty powerful. How often do you use that line? I'm on the side of the building. <laughs> if I get in trouble. Yeah. Come in the wrong exit. Absolutely. Paulie, it, was, uh, it wasn't that long ago that uh, Kershaw beats uh, Darvish on a Saturday night at Petco, and the Dodgers are 13-2. and two. I was ready to anoint him. I told I told sure. Matt Metcalf, I said, let's put a couple props up here, okay? 116 and a half wins to break the Mariners record, over under for mm-hmm. the Dodgers. Yeah. I said, and the longest losing streak will be three and a half. Because remember, I said, Martingale, Martingale with this pitching line, how, the, how are they going to lose yes. four in a row, right? I Mar- know. Dr. Martingale, come on in. Five and 15 since that night. They're now in third place in the NL West, lose two of three at the Angels, almost blow a 13 to nothing lead with Kershaw on the hill on Saturday night. Yep. Are you ready to write them off? Yeah. Well, no. They're still the best team in that division, but that's uh, right. Well, not only that, you're down 20 units during that stretch. So it's the same thing. It's the lack of offense and the bullpen's a disgrace. We talked about it before vacation on Fall the Money. They had the number one ERA first six innings, and then they were bottom five from the seventh inning on. So it's the same issues again and problems, and now Ginger Guard's out as well with the Tommy John, but they should just be able to, to put anyone else in there. Uh, as well, but this is—it's embarrassing. And I'll tell you another thing: what, what are the Padres doing? Your boy Tingler. I mean, they're they're, they're, they're disappointment as well. The Padres shouldn't be shouldn't have this record either. And the Giants continue to surprise people, and that's a great story. Number one in first place in ROI, and you're making money with the Giants. They're getting quality starts. Yeah, up eighty percent of the time, quality starts for the Giants. Two and a half games ahead of the Dodgers now. Played a tough series with the Padres. They win two out of three. I mean. I don't know that this team can win the division because I think when the Dodgers get healthy, mm. there's still so many games left. But I like the Giants to be one of the wild cards out of the National League. There's a lot of great stories. I mean, you got to respect the Cardinals. They always find a way to get it done. You see Seattle's up there in ROI. The Orioles are doing this. Why are the Orioles doing this? Means is number two in ROI for pitchers and Harvey's sixth. I mean, where does Harvey stuff come from, right? How the Orioles are doing. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of surprises, a lot of great stories. Yeah, and you got the Angels in last place. The Twins stink. Baldelli should be gone. Royals gave us a little a little thrill There's early right. here, and now they can't win a game. Right. Can't find a game. Looks, another, yep. looks like that division is going to fall to the White Sox possibly I here. I would agree. Best team up and down the lineup. Mm-hmm. You're a big first five player. Yes. How about these first five numbers I'm going to throw at you? <laughs> Toronto, 9-1-2 and two to the over last 12. <laughs> Houston, seven straight first five overs. <laughs> Colorado, fourth game snowed out today. Yeah, Derek Stevens can't catch a break. 14-1 uh, and one to the over for Colorado. And the Giants, 11-1 and one overrun, first five, last 12. It's I'm, ridiculous. I'm dancing between the raindrops here with my first five yeah. unders. I haven't, I haven't played them as much this year. Uh, looked for fives in the National League. I just think it's so important you get four outside of the 30 you need from the pitchers. It's really tough mm-hmm. to play in the American League unless you get a pitching matchup where, you know, you get a Rondon against, uh, against Savali or one of these arms for Cleveland that you can really go under four in the, in the American League. Speaking of uh, Andy Dufresne, Derek, what you mentioned there for everybody who knows, we're promoting our Circus Sports app in Colorado, sort of a relaunch. And so we went up there for the series. Uh, the series this week, Derek flew up uh, late Saturday night. We got a contingent of about 15 people up there throwing some parties at bars, get people uh, acquainted with the Circus Sports app. Derek said to me Friday, he said, have you seen the weather in Colorado <laughs> next week? I said, why? He says, rain, cold. They just canceled the game tonight. Lamette was supposed to go. Tough beat. He says, I text him, is it rained out? He says, snowed out. They're expecting three inches of Denver and 16 inches in the mountains tonight. 
So I don't know if they play tomorrow night either, but uh, they'll, well, they'll find some place to watch the Knights-Avs game, I'm sure. Right, right. Huge game tonight. Uh, pick on that coming up. You you guys are back. Circa, this is phenomenal. Las Vegas is back. I was here for much of my vacation. All of it. You couldn't get Oh, my God. The, the best thing. rooms. The best rooms. I still say the best deal, though, is the suite at Golden Gate. I went out to the food truck at 1 in the morning one of the nights, 20 deep. I mean, Fremont's packed. This place is packed. It's $25 minimum at the blackjack. Couldn't get on a table. Oh, it was fantastic. And and we're still at 80% capacity. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, we haven't hit it yet. June 1st, hopefully, if we, if we get to the vaccination rates, we'll get to 100%. Yeah, it, it, have you, did you figure out how to use the bathroom door, the sliding barn door now? Not that one, yeah. That's one that, 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 that throws, throws some oh, people for a loop. The yes, elevator, where you press it outside, yes, and, then, it and then the bathroom door is... Oh, it's high-tech. It's very high-tech. It's Absolutely. great. <laughs> this is the nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Paul Howard. Uh, we were discussing some of the surprise stories in Major League Baseball here to start the year off. You know, on the network, we've had a lot of talk, and, I, and Amal and I have done this as well. Cy Young, early Cy Young candidates, mm. where's the value? You know, Burns had a lot of value early. I think Darvish at 20-1, to 1, you still have to take a look at. Obviously, DeGrom's health, now an issue. But let's talk about, you know, believe it or not, Paul, a lot of our listeners bet daily. They bet the daily cards. And we want to talk about which pitchers have really exceeded the markets who are the best pitchers on ROI, and who have been the worst so far this year? Have you been on Flexen? What a story. Who would know this, right? Who would know this, right? You're up seven units back mm-hmm. in this guy. $100 every game. You're up 700 on Flexen. He leads the way. Means, as I mentioned, number two. What a story with what Baltimore's doing, and I mentioned Harvey's on that list, too. Now, here's Gibson, and I like the Rangers at a plus price. Uh, Mitch, likewise, too, today. What Gibson's doing. Now, remember, on opening day, he got one out. They got a five spot off him in the bottom of the first. It was a 10 run first inning. Yeah, right. They got five Crazy. off a big, bad Brad Keller, and yep. then he couldn't get an out, and it was all singles. Yep. Like seven consecutive singles. Well, he's number three. Great job with the graphics here, guys. He's number three on ROI. Here's why eight innings, three earned. Six innings, one earned. Six innings, one earned. Eight innings, didn't give up a run. Seven innings, one earned. Six innings, shutout ball. He has been phenomenal, and he's number three on ROI. He's had, much like Glass now, who had that bad inning against Toronto. He's had one bad inning the whole season, and the guy's been great. And this is why Texas is surprising a lot of people. Look who's, look who's number four. Lyle's right behind him. They're sitting there at uh, 500, and also uh, top three in ROI as a team, and then Pavetta checking in as well at number five. Great stories there. Now, your boy Castillo. <laughs> this is, he's the worst ROI, down 620 on the season already. When is this guy going to have the year everybody expects him to have? What is this year four of us waiting for him to have that Cy Young season? I remember a day two years ago where eight VSIN hosts gave out Castillo, and I was one of them early in the day, and I said, no shot. I got got to bet the Mets the other way here. Uh And he lost two to one. Yeah, yeah. Bauer, second worst ROI. But a lot of that's been bullpen shenanigans and no run support. There's another thing about the Dodgers. They don't score any runs with the bottom of that lineup. Yeah. You get past five, there's no production. Yep, and the White Sox are playing great ball, but they can't win when Giolito's on the hill. Remember, the Tigers, are, they're a high school outfit. They beat them in one of the games. There's Giolito. Then there's Charlie Morton as well. far as team ROI, Boston leads the way. Texas, Giant, Seattle, and then Oakland. And Oakland had the 0-6 start. That's team uh, ROI. From a pitching standpoint, Hendricks for the Cubs, 6-1 and one to the over. Shoemaker, 5-1 and one to the over. Castillo, 5-1 and one to the over. Unders. Kluber, sneaky. 6-1 and one to the under for Kluber. Anderson, I missed that. He went yesterday. He's sick. Look at his numbers, by the way. So the last time he goes out, he's got a no-no into the seventh. Can't even get the win, but pitches great ball. And then he was solid again 
yesterday in the win. He's six and one to the under. That game went over. Irvin six and one to the under, and Duffy five and one to the under. And if you want to get nuts, Jerry Meals behind the dish seven and zero to the over, and Barrett is seven and one to the over. There's some uh, home plate umpires as well. Yeah, Barrett's traditionally like that. Ted Barrett is uh, is a traditional over umpire. Charlie Morton talk about Sunday night baseball got two outs. Right? Was that Sunday night or, or Saturday night? Two outs he got. He couldn't get out of the first inning uh, against the Phillies. What a series that was. 4-1 last night in the first, mm-hmm. can't go over. Mm-hmm. And then it's 3-1 in the bottom of the ninth, and you can't you can't cash the under or your Phillies ticket. But it, the, I mean, yeah, that's another that's, reason. That's a, this well, runner on second base. Oh, come on. I mean, it's over. I mean you have, buddy, that's why if you're betting unders, you have to bet the first that's five, right. Paul. And that's you. Because that's, as Tim Fitz said, he compares it to the college football overtime now. I mean, no one's safe. when you. Who knows how many runs they can score when it goes to extra? I thought time. this was a COVID-only shortened season rule. I don't know why, why they kept that because the bullpens are so bad they got to get the games over with. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. That's what it actually comes down to. Uh, you mentioned like the Rangers on today's yep. card. Let's start with that game. That's yep. by far. I mean, this is a horrific day for pitching. I mean, yep. the only two guys, the only two guys that have been any good are the two guys going tonight in San Francisco. Gibson, you mentioned top yep. five uh, return on investment. Alec Wood, the old Dodger. Finding a groove here with uh, with San Francisco. He's also 3-0. Numbers actually a little better than Gibson. ERA under 2. Uh, whip at this point, 7-8. Uh, and you see San Francisco, who's playing such good baseball, and deservedly so, $1.50, about $1.50 favorite at home. I don't want to go against Gibson, though. Uh, Gibson's been solid. And if you want to go first five, you can, you can do that as well. But uh, this kid's been phenomenal since that rough inning, as we mentioned. And you know, with the Giants, I know we had a guest on it likes the Wood K prop over, too. But Giants 12-4 and at home. But I would look at the plus, plus price here. But I do like the favorite in the Red Sox game. I mean, I think they're going to they're going to score some runs against Lopez. And 0-5 last five Baltimore with Lopez against a team with a winning record. And Boston's won nine of ten against the division. And Perez is, is better than his numbers really indicate, right? He hasn't he hasn't no. pitched into much luck. Uh, he's 0-2 still, but he's given him 28 and two thirds innings, ERA up around the mid fours, but not not that bad. He's only given up one home run in uh, close to 30 innings. So I, I see where you're there. Reds Pirates, Molly coming back now today to, to face Keller, yeah. who's been absolutely awful in the area of six and a half. We're going to have a, enough statistical background, enough sample sizes about whether you fade pitchers after a no-hitter if they throw 15 or 20 no yeah, I know, I know, right. <laughs> yes, it's just crazy. Four already, and two Indians have been done it, uh, done to them twice. I mean, how many are we going to have? Mitch brought it up today. What's the, what's the number? That's Seven the number and a half? we should post Eight here, and a half? How many right? no-nos? Right. Boy, I'd have to put it at two months in. The lowest batting average of all time so far in a season, mm-hmm. right? Mm, that's tough. It's seven and a half or six. It's still hard to predict that many. Seven and a half, I think you're right, is the right number. And maybe and maybe shade it to the over. But, I mean, four already? No, it and puts the, a ball and, in and, play. And the perfect games, it's not even walks. Hit right. by pitch, hit by pitch, drop third strike. Right, right, Means right. should have had it. Means did nothing yeah. wrong. He loses it on a strikeout. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. as, as strong as he's been. Two games where we don't know a starter. We still don't know. The Angels still haven't declared a starter against Luis Garcia, so no number in that game. And then the Marlins tonight. This is a game I would look to yeah. play. I like the. I look at every Marlins game to see if I can find a reason to play under, right? Because the starting pitching okay. is pretty decent, and they just don't really have a lot of pop in their lineup. Going against Weaver, though, in a pitcher-friendly park, it's probably going to be a pass as well. Okay. Disappointed it's a short card. But it's a huge card in hockey. Oh. And this is intriguing about what you want to do. Who's playing out the string? Now, the unfortunate thing about this is we know all the playoff teams but one. And, and Montreal will probably get there tonight. But, you know, you look at the Carolina-Nashville game. Nashville just won and clinched. Carolina can still get the one seed. 
But what's the motivation for Carolina? They're locked in. Number one, good job by Jacob. The series price is already up at DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Carolina's 240. Too short. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it's a mismatch. Nashville's Fugazi. They only beat the bad teams. And how will this be decided? I think you're going to see penalties. And if that goes to the box, Carolina's got the number two power play. Nashville's 29th with the PK. They'll take them out in a body bag. Yeah, I don't think Nashville can score enough to keep up. With I would Carolina. agree. Yes, I would and agree. I, and I don't think I don't know what you do tonight, though. I mean, this is. I mean, what really? What's the motivation for Carolina? They okay if they win the game, Vegas is still in position to get the one seed uh, and have the most points. So they're already locked in. That's a tough game, but I, w- I do like the two forty. I think it's short. I agree with you. When once they meet uh, in the playoffs, how about the, and then the Lightning and the Panthers? Tampa gets home ice and the two. They have to win in regulation. And Florida's been a great story. They've won 9 of 11. Who saw this coming? Yeah. But Tampa's saying all the right things, but does that translate into, into a win? And they're, they're plus money here on the road. The thing that I like about Florida, and I, and I said look at Florida early, even though they're in the toughest division, is they've been the kryptonite to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has not played well again. The only time Tampa leads mm-hmm. against Florida is if they score in overtime to win the game. They play from behind yeah. all the time. And I don't know, maybe I'm overrating it, but I think three Stanley Cups sitting on the bench means something especially as we head into this time of year with Quinville. I mean, this has been a remarkable story. As great as Carolina has been to compete for the president's role, I think the turnaround in Florida is even more significant. I mean, a team that used to be a sieve. Mm -hmm. uh, Bobrowski was terrible. They gave him the big contract. Been much better this year. Barkov obviously is a top young talent. I I think they can be dangerous in this division. That's a good good playoff series. But although I think you get Tampa's A game because they're talking about getting the two seed. Uh, and getting home ice in the playoffs. What do you do with the Bruins game? Now, they've won seven of eight at home. They lost the first six against the Islanders. Now they beat them two in a row. That was a tough loss Saturday at home to the Rangers, but this is for the three seed. Do you want Washington? Washington's the two. They also play tomorrow, so even if the Bruins, Washington and Boston play tomorrow, even if Boston loses, they can still come back and get the three seed. I'll see how the Islanders treat. Huh? Maybe the Islanders want the Penguins. I don't know. And Boston's a dollar, dollar fifty, dollar uh, sixty. Who do you want? If you're either of them, if you're either the Islanders uh, or Boston. Pittsburgh's a great story, but I'm not buying it. Correct. Right, don't you think? I think Washington is more dangerous. I would agree. Even though I knew Washington, that, that loss at home to Buffalo was going to come back to bite them when it came down to the division. They lost at home you had to You a ticket fifth. on them. Yeah, plus 450 to win the division. And there were, you could, there were people who had 8-9-1 to one on the Penguins to win the So great story, but I would, I, if I'm the Islanders, I would want to see uh, Pittsburgh in that one too. Uh, look at the Jets. They've lost 8-9. Vancouver comes limping in too, just trying to finish the season out. But do you want to lay a dollar sixty with the Jets? I do like the plus price with the Kings. They're five and two against St. Louis. What's their motivation? They're locked in. And they're the four seed. They know who they're playing. So and the Kings have played them well, and, and the Kings are plus money at home in that game. And Devils and Flyers just should be an you know afternoon skate. Come on, I mean that should be a tons of ton of goals. Total six should be a goal in the first ten, and you have the two worst penalty kills in the league matched up in that game. I'm not sure what the motivation was for the Blues this week. They looked awful listless, especially after blowing the 3-1 lead to the Knights Mm -hmm. um, on Friday night and then coming back, but not much energy on Saturday night. Let's talk about the North, because I think this is intriguing. And and a couple weeks ago, I gave out this play of Edmonton um, at 30-1. They're actually now 33-1. You can find them uh, right here at Circus Sports to win the Cup. And and here's why I think it's interesting, because I think it's a great first-round matchup. 92% 92% probability that Winnipeg, as you said, who's limped home here, is going to be the three seed. Edmonton has absolutely dominated Winnipeg this year, including beating them six out of seven and five in a row. Okay, So huge advantage there with home ice in the first round series. 
And then you're looking at Toronto. And I guess you have to decide how much do you believe in Jack Campbell? A lot. I'm on the train. First, I'm, I'm wins, the conductor. Win the first 11. Yeah. And what, how much after that? I guys, mean, well, fix the power play, number one. The power play shouldn't be that bad. But they, they should be able to get by Montreal. And then we'll get Toronto against Edmonton. So it comes down, do you trust Campbell? Mike Smith. Uh, or do you trust Mike Smith? Oh, you got to trust Mike oh, Smith. Get out, get out of here, Mike Smith. You got to trust Mike Smith. <laughs> I, I don't buy I got to see it from Edmonton that this defense is real. Because I know it's been there for much of the season yeah. with Toronto. Now, the whole discussion is the division stinks. And whoever comes out of it, I, I don't see it that way. I mean, I, I don't think Toronto or Edmonton's better than Washington or better than Pittsburgh. I, I'm not buying what they're pushing and selling from the East. I think Toronto's a good team. I think they can make a deep postseason run. But I'm not there with Edmonton yet because I've seen Mike Smith's history, and I'm concerned about the defense. The other thing is, you know, what if they don't? What if Edmonton doesn't convert in the power play? I mean, they're so dangerous. Just stay out of the box and don't let Edmonton convert on the power play. A couple of questions about the NHL structurally. Let's start out with that. Do you like the reseeding of the final four? Yes, I do. I don't have a problem with it. Keeps it very interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously Vegas, Carolina, Colorado are going to have home ice advantage. But if they don't get there... It, it opens it up to who you're going to play. So betting the futures becomes a little more interesting. It's right. not like a bracket that you can predict NFC, AFC, East, West, uh, American League, National League. And then here's the other question. What are they going to do with this Vancouver, Calgary last what, year? Are right, they going to play them? There's no need to play the games. And hold Let's up hold the rest no, of the... You can't do that. You can't. I mean, other other sports have gone by winning percentage, right? Or point percentage, right? The, how they did it last year in hockey. I don't think they play these games. Because you're going to keep playing them and then hold up a week to play the rest of the season. You don't want to play the playoffs. You don't want to play in the United States and while you wait in Canada. And plus, the games are meaningless because we know who the four teams are going to be in the North, right? Yeah. Lunacy. There are three three games tonight that are very important from a win total, a points total standpoint at DraftKings. Lightning were 75 and a half. It all comes down to tonight. They need a point. The Bruins 71 and a half. They're on 71. Two games left. And Nashville was 63 and a half. They're on 62. How good is that? That's Very a sweat. Good. Very good. That is a sweat. I'm on the side of going to lose that Boston bet. I played the Bruins under this year. Oh. I just thought they were too heavy on one line. Yeah. Well, I didn't think they had enough depth. Uh, and I thought they were an aging team, yep. but they, they came out, they played well. I think they, they actually better because they struggled through the COVID. They were so many games behind, right? And then they got bunched up with all their games early. They were one of the teams that had to, had to get behind the schedule early. So... I give them credit. They've played a very uh, respectable season, probably end up third in that division. I'll give my thoughts coming up uh, in with the picks, but this line doesn't make any sense tonight out here in the, the, the biggest game of the season. Number one, it's the biggest game of the season, so I start flurry. Okay, you have to. But it might be Leonard going with the back and forth. Vegas has won seven in a row at home. They're up to 8,000 now capacity. They're 21-4-2 and two at home. This is for the division, and they're going to get the lead the league in points. Why is the price so short? Colorado has not been the same team since the COVID pause. Because I think we're anticipating Leonard. I think that's why the price is short. If Leonard's in net, do you make Vegas the favorite? And the, and the follow-up They question, just played. It was $1.30. And they took him out in a body bag. The follow-up question to that is, do you think the Knights are going to win if you have, Flurry has to win 16 times to get a cup? Because I'm not sure you, you can play Leonard in the playoffs. I think he's simply well. relieving Flurry right now to give him some air. I don't. I, I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm Aside not, from the comments, yeah, he has not played well. Yeah, he doesn't move. He's a big guy that sits there, but he, he is he is he is not as dexterous as he's been in the past. He just tries to get in the way. The whole thing about I took a puck to the head and I'm out two months with a concussion as well, yeah. which yeah, I'm scared. They used to shoot at my head yeah. and 
and practice for three years on purpose. How many did I have? All right? And they can shoot in Minnesota. They don't mess around. There's some juice on that puck. But this is, it's, it's, it's completely flipped. Flurry would come in just to give him a day off last year. And it, the only reason Flurry played was because of the bubble. Well, we had and now to, it's flipped. I'm right. You know, well, we he's had, also, whether it's the goalie coach or whatever, Flurry's come. Flurry was a sieve last year. He's unbelievable now. We had this big debate with Dennis Bernstein. By the way, how is he? Right. I haven't right. I haven't heard from him. Is he okay? Yeah, yeah. He's still in the double tree in, getting, in Edmonton sitting in the hot tub. He's getting married out when, here. When you this guy said, lives in Malibu. He comes out here. It's 100 degrees. When so you said it's time to part ways with Flurry, Leonard's your guy, and he said you were crazy. Yes, I remember I that morning very well. I think we were, in, <laughs> we were in the finals, the conference finals at that point, when we were talking about that. Couldn't might, score, might have been right. Yeah. Right. He well, might have been right. Well, not loud. He, he, come on, he was terrible last year. He's made a lot of changes and adjustments. He's, he's been it's awesome. A, it's amazing the season he's right. having at the end of his career. Yes, right. Give him full marks and credit for that. Yeah. Got a guest coming up at the end. You know, he's been on your show. He was on the show when we filled in for you. Tim Doyle, he's finally back on the radar. He goes in and out. I think he's at Mahoney Valley betting pick fours. I don't know. We'll talk to Tim Doyle in about 25 minutes about who he likes in the NBA tonight and any future bets he has. It's the Nuts. Mike Paul and Paul Howard on Visa. Very big news on the horse racing front, and Ron Flatter's right on top of it again. On a special pop-up episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, here trainer Bob Baffert offer his side of the drug test that flag Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit for an excess trace of an anti-inflammatory drug. Workout expert Bruno DiGiulio and trainer John Sheriffs also talk about the controversy. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is available at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Paul Howard. Certainly big news when you talk about Bob Baffert, the 7th Kentucky Derby, really uh, the royalty in the uh, training business right now. And so uh, Ron Flatter right there to cover both sides of the story. Good get. Great get. Good get. Good well, job, that's, Ron. That's with the benefit of having great relationships with everybody in the industry, everybody here at Visa, and, you know, a lot of a lot of goodwill for Ron Flatter. Some breaking news uh the Jaguars are planning to sign quarterback turned minister turned tight end <laughs> Tim Debo to a one-year deal, uh, Ian Rappaport reports, per Tom Pelissero, a deal that could be official in the next week or so. Nothing done yet, but he'll have a chance to make the team to reunite with his mentor and college head coach, Urban Meyer. This was a story for two minutes on draft day, and then the Rodgers news came down, and that was <laughs> the end of Tebow. So that was the end of that. So uh, good, good luck, see if you can make the team as a tight end. How are you guys treating the Rodgers news? And what do you think is going to happen? Well, it certainly affects the the NFC North much more than I mean. What the Denver? Yeah. Only a win total is that going to affect, really, isn't it? I mean, they're not going to suddenly become a much better chance to to win the AFC West if they get him. But what's interesting is, you know, is it Chicago or is it Minnesota that really picks up the pieces there? Because mm-hmm. um, there's not much thought that that Green Bay's still the elite of the division um, without Rodgers. 
So it's, it's an interesting question, but it's, it's that's a motley crew. If he if he leaves and it's oof, Jordan Love, oof. Well, what's going to happen there? I know some books have gone sixty to one down to twenty to one Kirk for Cousins, to win the Super Bowl. Is Kirk Cousins the best uh, quarterback by in the default. division? Maybe Jared by Goff? default. Yeah, well, Jared Goff. Amal Shaw, my huh. partner, thinks that that trade bringing Stafford to the Rams really anoints them as clear favorites to win the NFC. <laughs> Stafford's have won a big game in his life. He, what he beat the biggest win of his career. He beat Hawaii in a Sugar Bowl. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> All right, Paul. Uh, you and Mitch do a great job covering the NBA on Follow yep. the Money. Um, interesting card tonight. Playoff implications. Uh, a lot of big point spreads. Anything you're looking at particularly? Well, we, well we've got some movement already, too, in mm-hmm. some of these games. I mean, Indiana opened six at DraftKings. Now they're up to eight, and Cleveland has let go of the rope. They've lost ten in a row, and Ooh. a lot of these games haven't been close. One of the one of the only games that was tight was, was against Orlando, and they just got blown out twice against Dallas. They're 30th in offense, so... I agree with the move here that the Pacers can just name their score in this one. And Atlanta has moved two two points now. They opened six and a half. They're up to eight and a half. Not only is Beal out tonight, Beal is out Wednesday. So I, I don't want to say, I'll put it this way. Look at look at what the price is. Atlanta, even though they're tied with four games left of the Miami, are $6 to win the division. Because it's Washington for two, no Beal. And then it's Orlando and Houston, both at home. Meanwhile, Miami's got Boston, Philly, and a game against Brooklyn. Or, uh, yeah, Philly, Milwaukee, uh, Boston, another game on there, too. So Atlanta's going to win the division. But this, how about Westbrook? He's $4 to get a triple-double tonight. He's $4. His rebound prop is 13 and a half. the way this guy's playing and the numbers he's putting up. So they are must-see appointment television. They've won 15 of 18. They lost to Phoenix. They lost by an overtime to San Antonio, and they went to Milwaukee and lost by one. That's it. Those are the losses. Incredible job by everyone in that organization to turn this around, and I hope they get in one of these, get in these playing games, and they can hang on. Oh, this is tough news here with Beal out. Um, Utah and Golden State's a big game. Utah's down to two, and Golden. How about the Lakers and Warriors in a play-in game in the seven-eight? How good would that be? And that's that's likely to happen. And then Portland gets a gift too. Is they're up to fifteen at home against Houston? Michael, at one point the Rockets were eleven and ten, and now you see their record. They're, they're 16 and 52. And then OKC says, hold my beer, which one of the worst beats you're ever going to see. In late March, OKC had 20 wins. They've lost 21 of 22. Any Their win total was 23. Any chance we see Lakers Clippers 3 6 in the first round? Uh, small chance. Yeah. Portland, Portland just has to go 3 and 1 because they have the, essentially they're 2 up with 4 to play. They have the tiebreaker. So quickly. Anyone outside the top three have a shot to come out of the East? We've seen big bets on Atlanta all across no, the no, no, no. One of the three. No. Is this the Sixers' year? No. 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 Although I don't understand why the Nets are treating treating this like they don't want home court in the second round. I don't understand that at all. Milwaukee's probably going to get the two. I thought that was a big advantage. Sure. In that spot. Well, then, then you would face the winner of Atlanta or the Knicks as opposed to Milwaukee. All right. When we come back after the break, Paulie's in pocket and the Palm Reader playbook.
If you missed any of our show today or any of the VSIN broadcasts, be sure to check out our free VSIN podcasts. You can catch up with Follow the Money with my man Paul Howard and Mitch Moss, a numbers game with Gil Alexander, or the Lombardi line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Marr on the daily VSIN Best Bets podcast. Also, check in with Gil Alexander's Beating the Book Pod, Josh Applebaum's Market Insights, get PGA Tour betting previews on long shots the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, and the NBA Scoop with JVT on Hardwood Handicappers. Whatever you are betting on, we have a pod for it. Find them all for free. That's F-R-E-E at vsin.com slash podcast. That's vsin.com slash podcast. My buddy E, that's all he does. He listens to the podcast. Walks his dog in the park there in La Jolla, and then he listens to the podcast. Follow the money and uh, and now the nuts. Sure. Welcome back to the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Paul Howard. Well, very famously... Even more famous than the dog videos, the in-pocket plays of Mitch Moss and Paul Howard. What have you got today, Paulie? Well, I'm going to come come in with the Knights here. All right, biggest game of the season, and I just I don't like how Colorado has played since the pause, and the Knights know what's on the line. And again, it is a great home ice advantage, and they're up to 8,000 capacity. So they've won seven in a row at home. I don't understand the price here at Circa. Earlier at DraftKings this morning, they were actually dogs. So I know your point about Leonard, but I just think the Knights find a way to get it done and get the win, but more more so I love the price. Uh, and then, you know, how, how about the Blackhawks tonight? Now, here's a lean, too. I gave it on follow the money. If they win tonight, they get to 500, which isn't the be-all, end-all. But what is the motivation for Dallas? Number one, Chicago's 5-2 and two against Dallas. They just beat them Saturday, took them out in a body bag, and you're talking about Dallas goes from the Stanley Cup Finals to out of the playoffs and missing them in the playoffs entirely. So yeah. I, I just think they're out for an afternoon skate. And then I'll add a couple futures. Why not? These are at William Hill. See if you agree, Mr. Baseball. The Cardinals, plus $1.40 to win the Central. Guys out, slow start. Martinez, shaky early on. Doesn't matter. Here they come. They've won 13-17, right? They always find a way to get it done, and they're always in the mix and in the race. And look at the Braves. Plus 180 to win the division. I'm a game and a half back. I got up to a horrible start. I have the best rotation, a deep team. The offense is there. Plus 180? I'll look at that, too. The move, as we see Pujols being released, the move they made with Pujols, a guy they brought up in there, he was their organization, and they knew when to cut. They're just such a well-run organization. They are. By, de- by default, they're in it every year. Right. By default. Yep. And, and you look at that division, Pittsburgh, no. I think the Cubs are god-awful. I'm sorry, Marquis, Peekaboo, yeah. don't look at me now. But <laughs> I do. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that well, lineup. I don't, I don't trust the Reds. I, I don't like the lineup at all. The Reds are everybody's, right. everybody's chic pick every year. Yeah. They never yeah. do anything. And and then so it really falls to the Brewers. The Brewers can't hit. I mean, ask Mitch. Yeah. They can't hit the ball. So I think by default, I think the Cardinals win this by air. Actually, I like your price there. I, I think that's a very solid play. I don't know about the I don't know about the East. The East is very intriguing. You can make four cases there. Maybe not the Mets. The Mets can't score. Well, but you don't buy the Phillies though, do you? I, Come on. I don't know. I don't know. They get that. You got some starting pitching. You do have some starting pitching. Nolan can be dominant. Uh, Wheeler. I like no. that. But they all have these cookie cutters. They're all the same right-hander. We talk talk about Pavetta, Eflin. They were all, they're just all five right-handers. Vince Velasquez. Remember no. that? When they, had the, they had five right-handed pitchers. They were all the same person, Paul. Yep. They, they just put different names on the bats. I don't like the lack of variety. I only have one play today, so maybe I'm all will be happy. Uh, I'll, I'll go back to the EPL and, and what's been the best second-half EPL under team outside of Chelsea. Fulham. Fulham has been yep. very, very solid. And you don't get twos with them. You get two and a half. Although, because it's Burnley... Uh, you have to lay a little bit of juice today. Just a single one-unit play. Went four and uh, four, three and one over the four, two and one over the weekend. However, 
It was the two two unit plays that lost uh, the Chelsea with the added time. Goal. Oh, ninety second minute! I figured yeah. they got. And then know. and then a late goal in the, the eighty seventh minute to put Tottenham over three. I mean, we were sitting on a push, so we won all the 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 one unit plays and pushed the other two units. So dropped a couple units back to below a four below sea level now, uh, and we'll have a one unit play here on on the EPL. You know, one of the the popular segments on that that morning show. Follow the money has become this 30 seconds of perspective. And you guys, you know, pull this on me. Sometimes you give me this questions I've never thought about. And then you have this, this tight clock. So we, we thought we'd do a little sure. bit of a takeoff on that and call it palms pond palms pondering, but I'm going to be more generous. I'm going to give you a chance to, you know, more fully expound. Well, we'll give you 45 seconds. Now, Mitch is a little stiff. We know that. <laughs> so he, he only gives you 30, but we'll give you 45. Right. So let's put, let's put 45 seconds on the clock for Paul Howard. First question. What is the greatest gambling advice anyone has ever given you? Oh. Oh, bet bet on streaks, don't bet against them. Who gave you that advice? Uh, uh Doug Kazarian. And also I found it out the hard way when I moved here and Red hit 19 in a row on a roulette <laughs> wheel and had four trips to the ATM. Like, well, it's gotta come up, right? Do there. It's gotta come up. Nothing. No, everything, no, everything. You must, yeah, that's my, I think, yeah, that's a good question I have to think about. But I, that, I would have to say bet on streaks because you can win so many times if you're betting. They go, oh, they're not going to win. 12, they're not going to lose 40. Yes, they can. And you keep, you know, going back to that Martingale stuff too. But, so, okay, someone can lose 10 in a row. You just, you have to, if you're going to do that stuff, you have to be able to jump off it and not get stuck, yeah. to that, stuck to that theory so heavily. Okay, second question. Would you rather have more free time and less money or more money and less free time. <laughs> what? I know they're tied hand in hand for you. Well, yeah, uh, I'll go the latter. Well, with my schedule, it's. I mean, what kind of a life can I have? I have to go. I mean, I'm in bed by eight o'clock, five days a week. And then when the weekends roll around, and hey, you want to do something with the girl, it's like okay. And you're, it's nine thirty, and you're out. You know, so that I would be. I'd go with the latter. You? The latter. More well, you're money, really getting deep here. Well, it's my God. We don't. I don't know how often are we going to have you on the show. Is this, <laughs> I don't know, right? This this going to be a regular well, thing? Well, there was something to be said for chemistry. They don't hand it out at the airport, though. Right? No, they Very can't good. teach you. Very good. Well, how about one you. for you? What's what's they the whole? Can't. Everyone's sitting here like patients on a monument with your contest. Are you? It's okay, we're going to see the schedule. <laughs> it's okay. You know, the big hang-up is the quirks with Survivor. Derek wants to add quirk. You know, make it yeah. harder. I really do. I think it was just great last year. I think there was an aberration because the Jets I were agree. so bad and Jacksonville I, was so I bad. Would, okay, people fair. went undefeated because you could just bet against them. Yeah. Okay. Final question. Yeah. Who would you trade jobs with? <laughs> <laughs> Not you. No, because of the meetings. No, you have too, too many, many meetings. meetings. I know. Uh... Oh. <laughs> Tough questions, huh? You don't put me here because I'm beautiful. <laughs> Who would I trade jobs with? Yeah, not too many people. A lot of people would trade jobs with you, I'll yeah, tell you that. I know. 20 seconds on the clock. Maybe Metcalf? I never see the guy. <laughs> He's never here. He calls into What's the What's he here? He calls, it, he calls in. I don't know. You have all these people? I don't know. He's That's doing a, a great one. job. He put that team together. I would like to be, I would like to have human's schedule. He doesn't need sleep. I mean, he wasn't born. He was half. But he moves around. He, he, does, it all. Yeah. he does it all for yeah. everybody. All right, folks, uh, coming up after the break, we're going to talk to Tim Doyle, former standout at Northwestern, calls games for NBA TV as well as college basketball analysts. We'll talk some NBA with Tim Doyle up next on The Nuts.
Welcome back with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live and play options. Bet River Sportsbook, the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, only one time playthrough. Bet Rivers is your hometown book, valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's PlaySugarHouse.com in Jersey. Must be 21 gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And very big news, important news for this show tomorrow, Linda Cohn on the show. And, of course, Mike, and the first time Mike was ever on Follow the Money, he asked Linda Cohn, we were previewing the NHL playoffs, what did she see in the upset when she picked Coppin State to beat South Carolina? The game was played in the late 90s. I mean, that's how she made her bones. That's what she rose to prominence off the 15-2 pick. Like, Mike, the game was 20 years ago. Well, Roper wrote a book on gambling. You two never asked him about that either. Everybody with the pot shots when you have the number one show. Welcome back into the nuts. Paul Howard sitting in for a mall show today. Well, we found him. He was off the radar, off the grid. Couldn't find him. We finally located him. I think we found him at Mahoning Valley hitting a pick for our friend Tim Doyle's back on the program today. <laughs> Analyst for the NBA Network course for CBS Sports 2. He was a Rucker Park legend, started at Northwestern. Welcome back in, Timmy. Wow, big introduction there. And I appreciate you rubbing in my horse bets as well. You know, when Bob Baffert is uh, juicing a horse in the most prestigious race in horse racing, just makes you wonder, Mike, what are they doing at Mahoney on a Tuesday? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, God, what am I doing with my money for crying out loud? But, uh, yeah, that's a real black eye. And I wonder, is this going to be kind of the last straw for him? Because, you know, catch me once, okay, twice. I mean, this is like the seventh time he's gotten caught. I do think if he gets caught, this horse, this horse pops positive again. I think Baffert's done forever. Yeah. Big, big, big news. And Ron Flatter, if, as everybody hasn't heard, he had Baffert on a special pop-up edition of the Ron Flatter Racing Podcast to tell his side of the story. Timmy, you called the game for the NBA TV last night, Lakers and Suns. Are the Lakers still deserving to be the favorites to come out of the West? Absolutely not. Um, that was an amazing performance yesterday by Anthony Davis, 42 points. And he's had back-to-back great games. And that's actually coincided, Mike, with Frank Vogel realizing that Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond, both great individual players, uh, they don't play well together. Mm-hmm. And uh, both games where Davis has gone off, Drummond's minutes have gone down, down, down. And just watch them on the floor. When Drummond's on the floor, Anthony Davis is like, you know, do I go inside? Do I hang out shooting threes? And we all know Anthony Davis is best when he's mixing it up, posting up, going to the basket, pull-up jumpers. Then you mix in a three here and there. Andre Drummond's just a really bad fit with Anthony Davis, and the Lakers have finally realized that. I don't think the Lakers are going to overcome Portland in the sixth spot. So they're going to get the seventh spot. They're going to get the playing game. LeBron's not going to be happy, but they're going to end up hosting the Warriors at home. They're probably going to be like five and a half in that game. And their defense is good enough to, in a one game to shut down a Steph Curry. Now you could say, you know, in one game, Steph Curry could go off. I know, but defense wins in the playoffs, especially a team like LA that has showed that they could lock down when they needed to at times when they didn't have LeBron, when they didn't have Anthony Davis. But as far as putting your hard-earned money they just have absolutely no value right now. I'd look elsewhere. Then they would probably, yeah, they take on Phoenix, and if they get through them, they would have to take on uh, the Clippers as well. That that path could be. Who's your coach of the year, Williams or Tibbs? Great question. My coach of the year would be Tom Thibodeau. I, I know yep. that Monty Williams is a heavy favorite right now, but, you know, we kind of expected the Suns to be better, right? right? They right. added Jay Crowder. They added Chris Paul. So we expected them after we saw 8-0 in the bubble, and we saw a team that was on the playoff fringe. Well, when you add better players, we expect you just to naturally get better. We didn't know what to expect with the Knicks. And growing up in New York, 
It has been an absolute poop storm there ever since Jeff Van Gundy has left the sidelines. I mean, they have had two winning seasons since Van Gundy retired as the coach. And I know it doesn't seem that long ago, but we're talking about 25 years ago. I mean, it's crazy to think about that. So Tom Thibodeau, you bring him in, and it worked in Chicago. I've lived in Chicago 18 years because guys like Noah and Luol Deng and Derrick Rose, they bought in. And he's going to run those guys into the ground. His star players, he's going to trot out there. But then he went to Minnesota. And they didn't really buy in, and it was like kind of a disaster. So I didn't know what to expect, Paulie, when he went Mm -hmm. to New York. So that's why I would get the coach of the year, because I believe the Knicks could be, keyword could be, could be this year's Miami Heat, where they catch somebody, catch a Philly, catch someone, and advance to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe even the Finals. How about some games tonight? Uh, Two-point move already here. Beal's out tonight and Wednesday. What a story. Wizards won 15 of 18. Westbrook's prop. He's four dollars to have a triple double. His rebound props thirteen and a half. Atlanta up to eight now in this game. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get it, right? Atlanta's at home, but I I like the dog in this spot, and here's why. You talked about the Wizards' record. I've called a few of their games during this mm-hmm. run since April seventh. They're fifteen and four straight up. But the crazy part is those four losses, three of them are by one possession. Yep. A one point loss, a one point loss, and a three point loss. So like. 15 and four could easily be 18 and one, yep. which is like nuts to think about. And if you've been betting them, which I have been, you know, they've been so good to me. So Paulie, it's like a good girlfriend. You know what I mean? She's good to you. You've met her parents. She makes you the good sauce on Sunday. Like, you know, maybe I'm riding this streak a little bit too long. And this is a game that they finally hit the wall. But like you said, Westbrook's going to go out there. It's going to be a high possession, high scoring game. So that's why his number to get a triple double yep. is absolutely insane. You either bet him to have a triple double or not. But I'm going to take I'm going to take all the points in this game. I think this is a game where the Wizards have the guys that step up all season long. And last out, they beat the Pacers in overtime. And Beal did not play in overtime. He was cramping up, so he's going to be out tonight. But I think this is too big of a number. Okay. How about uh, the Pelicans catching nine against Memphis? You know, the Pelicans are a second half of a back-to-back, but I thought their fourth quarter yesterday against Charlotte was unbelievable from a defensive standpoint. At Charlotte, Charlotte needed the game. They have something to play for. They held the Hornets to 11 points in the fourth quarter. Now, Rozier made a three at the buzzer, so they ended up scoring 14. But I was watching that game, and I thought their attention to detail defensively shows me that Stan Van Gundy knows what he's doing. But the last two games they played, they went to Philly and lost by two and knocked off Charlotte by two. No Zion Williamson, no Brandon Ingram. So is this the game that they run into the wall? You know, what I saw yesterday was just attention. to They were down 14 to Charlotte, come back and win that game. Like, they're, they're young guys that are playing for something. Uh, Jackson Hayes at 18 points, eight rebounds, six blocks. He's only 20 years old. There's guys that are playing for contracts. I think one thing to handicap now is who's playing hard. And what I saw yesterday, the Pelicans are playing hard. Mm. Debbie, Paulie mentioned it earlier. Looks like the Nets are going to let the Bucks steal the two seed here in the East. The Bucks go to San Antonio tonight to take on the Spurs lane seven. Yeah, the, the Nets are kind of like, uh, they're the one who has the beautiful wife, and they're just like, I'm going to get fat. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going <laughs> to stop working out. Like, I, I, I live in like a million-dollar house. Like I have a beautiful <laughs> wife. Like, Let's just sit around and eat like, eat like Entenmann's donuts. And then like, and then when it matters, like they go to a wedding together, like you pull yourself together. You put on your $1,000 suit, you put the hanky in, you, you straighten out the collar. You look amazing. But the reality is when you take your clothes off, there's a lot of issues going on there. <laughs> right now, I, I feel like if Harden doesn't come back at full strength, I think the Nets are in big trouble. Check the Nets record when Harden doesn't play and Kyrie and Durant do. 
They have a losing record. So when Harden plays, they're 27 and 7 on the year, and then when he doesn't play, they're a disaster. And you look at their odds. Yes, if Harden's healthy, they are the best team in the Eastern Conference. But you guys all know this: hamstring injuries are one of those injuries yeah. that all of a sudden you're feeling good, you're feeling good, and, and that thing pops. Now you don't have the best odds in the world because, you know, th- this is the one thing about the NBA that I've learned this year. As the season wears on in any sport, things become clearer. Like you start to figure out, all right, well, the Lakers are going to play the Clippers and the winner is going to play the Nets. As this season has worn on, guys, the Bucks have shown me something. The Knicks have shown me something. Like uh, Denver's played really well as of late. The Clippers, mm-hmm. like, I'm really having a hard time zeroing in on who is the favorite right now. And right when you get excited about the Clippers, they go out on national TV yesterday and throw up all over themselves against the Knicks. So I think there's value here in the NBA. You just got to search for it. Timmy, you've been a regular guest on the show since we opened, and we thank you for it. Remind the audience what future tickets you hold in the NBA and which one you really love the best right now. Mike, I can't believe you did this to me. You know, I, I went on, Paulie, about a month ago, mm-hmm. and I had Phoenix to win the Pacific Division, 1,000 yep. to win 14,000. I have the Jazz winning the NBA championship. I had Jazz winning the Western Conference, and I got a cash-out option. Oh. And I went Mo Green. I said, no one buys Tim Doyle out. I said, I buy you out. You don't buy me out, okay? And then I was starting to do the numbers of Utah and Phoenix. I was like, oh, man, I put up like 1,800. I'm about to get back 12 grand. I go, Tim Doyle can be bought out, okay? Send me the money. And they said, send me all the money. So, you know, I ended up cheating myself out of the Suns are going to end up winning the Pacific Division. I would have had jazz tickets that were alive. I think Utah's best basketball is actually behind them. They kind of remind yeah. me of the Steelers a little bit, undefeated, and then yeah. they like, yeah, like their best hoops are behind them. So I have no live tickets. I did step in. I bet the Clippers at 6-1 to one to win the NBA title. So I don't know if you guys are young enough to know what like a meme is, okay? But I was with the one girl, and I was kind of looking back at the other. So I was with the Jazz and the Sun here, but yeah. now I'm looking at the Clippers. So it was a great run, but I'm moving on to the Clippers. Well, we're not the only one who took the cash-out option. I, I know a little cause for concern there where Phoenix was losing a bad team. So, yeah. Timmy, it's nice having you back on Mondays. We appreciate the time. Guys, don't tell anybody I'm getting fat, all right? I just, I'm the one who has the hot wife. It, it's, it, that was a therapy session for me, so I appreciate you hearing me out. <laughs> all right, Tim Doyle, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, not with this wizard story. My God, and he's right, the 15 of 18 run. Lost by one at Milwaukee, lost in overtime to San Antonio, lost to Phoenix. So, uh, but, now, but now you're shorthanded without Beal. Imagine the numbers Westbrook's going to put up tonight. Oh, God. Two weeks from Saturday... In Istanbul, not Constantinople, in the yeah. house that Kamel Ataturk built. <laughs> we get a rematch for Saturday. Uh-huh. Chelsea, Man City. Man City, $1.50 on the three-way. Paulie, the total's two and a half. got to lay 40 cents if you want to play a Man City game under. Any thoughts? I would take City, and but I, I have a tough time betting Man City games under. Mm. It's really hard. And even though the great run that Chelsea's on, it's just difficult to do that because they're so so potent. I have to play it under. As yeah. a matter of principle. Yeah. You have to play Chelsea under. All right. What Teichel's done there? Yeah. Incredible. It stands alone yeah. in the EPL what he's yeah. done there. I mean, give up three goals in 18 matches. Yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely outstanding. I want to thank Paul Howard for sitting in for a mall today. It was a lot of fun. We really appreciate it. Up Thanks. next. Betting across America, Mike Pritchard, James Salinas. Although today, who knows? Maybe it's Mitch and Pritch. Stay tuned on VEASAN. <laughs> <laughs> 